Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina, and I am so moved today by living the forgiven life, understanding that He continuously loves us. It's not based on our conduct. It's based on His love for us regardless of us. That is what is so powerful when we understand God becomes big in your life when you know His love. When you know His love for you, you can ask big, you you can think big and God will still do all that you ask or think. You don't have to earn God's love by your conduct. Ephesians 3 and 20 says, Now to him is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask or think, according to the power that's working on the inside of us. Now look what John prayed here in John 17, 23, uh, 17 and 23, and 24 and 26. I want to see this. I in them and you in me, that they be made perfect in one, that the world may know that you sent me and have loved them as you've loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may become my glory which you have given me. For you love me before the foundation of the world, and I have declared to them your name and will declare it and will declare it that the love with which you love me, may and be in them, and I in them. So we see some wonderful revelation here. So let's see what Jesus taught a little bit along the way. Let's go to John chapter 8, 5 through 11. And Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. And we see here, this is the woman they've called in adultery and they're bringing her to Jesus. But what do you say that this they said testing him that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear. So when they continued to ask him, he raised himself up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. But those who heard it, being convicted by their conscience, went out one by one, beginning with the oldest even to the last. And Jesus was left alone, the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are thy accusers? And has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And he said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. So we see, he didn't even ask her what she had done wrong. He didn't even want to talk to her about what kind of problems she had, what was making her do those things that she was doing, what was making her sleep with all these men. See, everybody knows John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believed in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. But nobody knows John 3, 16. For Jesus said, I didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but through me the world might be saved. So He didn't condemn this woman. He didn't throw stones at her. He didn't throw rocks at her. He just loved her right where she was at. And so we see this all throughout the Scripture. The woman with the issue of blood. He says, daughter, your faith is made you well. Go in peace and be healed from your affliction. See, he's continuously walking in that kind of love. He's walking in that kind of compassion. But I want you to see something that's powerful. The Bible says in Romans 8 and 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Now, if you read Romans chapter 8 verse 1 in the original text, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And it stops there. The translators added, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. The power to overcome sin is found in the gift of no condemnation. You know, he said in Matthew chapter 11, 28 through 30, 
Come to me, all who are labor and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest, man. I'll give you relaxation. I'll give you peace. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gently and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your souls. The word soul here is the word suki, talking about the mind, the will, and the emotions. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, what a powerful revelation we see here. He was talking to people who, who were under the burden of the law. He was telling them to cease from their self-efforts and let him give them rest. You see, the law demands, whereas grace imparts rest to you. As you begin to understand the goodness and the mercy and the grace of the Lord. See, I love John three sixteen, and everybody knows 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. So we see here that the power to overcome is found in the gift of no condemnation. There is no condemnation with you today. He said, come to me, all you who are laboring heavy, heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke. He would, they would yoke up two oxen in the, in the old covenant and you, they would plow together. But if one was pulling and the other was not hooked up, then you, you, you couldn't walk together. So what did he do? He'd hook them up together. He said, come and hook yourself up to me and learn from me for I'm gentle and I'm lowly in heart and you'll find rest. You'll find relaxation for your soulish man, your mind, your will and emotions. Remember, we're a spirit. We possess a soul which made up of your mind, your will and emotions and you live in a body. So we got to understand that we're spirit beings. We were talking to people here who was under the burden of a law. He was telling them to cease from their self-efforts and to let him give them rest. You see, the law demands whereas grace implies or supplies rest that's the beauty of grace